Where's my dinner? That's right. We watched Pleasantville this week on the Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen Gappers, and welcome to the Movie Gap. That's right. I'm your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the... <laughs> Never... <laughs> the, the what? <laughs> uh, the movie's Pleasantville, so keep yeah. that in mind. <laughs> okay. The colored girl who grabs a, a red apple in a black and white world to give it to the boy to introduce him to sin. Oh, colored, in the, colored in the sense of, of in the what context it actually, of, of yeah. Pleasantville. Yeah. Gotcha. As soon it's as very I, different. I, I caught myself right very before I said thing. it. I said it anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> right before I said very, it, I like, that could be a, yeah. <laughs> could be a problematic. I kind of wish that you would have just gone God with it, gone yeah. Through I do without realizing it, and then we would have been like, "Dole, <laughs> You'd have been like, "Keikel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly." Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Bryce Perkins, what's up? <laughs> oh man, Bryce, yeah. Uh, top of the show, right off the bat. Uh, gotta say, uh, yeah, you really screwed the pooch on that whole Batgirl situation, man. Look, but. Okay. Bygones be bygones. Okay. We still put out an episode. I saved the day. Yeah. I, I we covered multiplicity. It's an official movie get canon. Yeah, true. Very have you, true. Have, wait, have you ever seen that one? Yeah, when I was like five. Okay. See, I haven't seen that movie in like probably twenty years or so. Yeah. Uh I'll have you know. Uh-huh. That was all off the top of the dome. Was it now? Yeah. It didn't seem that way. No, I'm really good at things. It like seemed that. it was like it was very thorough. Well, I'm I'm really like when I watch movies, especially multiplicity. I watched a lot. Yeah, like Michael uh, Michael Keaton is one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, from being a young young buck, a young child, mm-hmm. uh, a little tot Austin. Yeah, um, and uh, you know because I love Batman, and then I got into like acting, sure. and I didn't like cartoons. So multiplicity mm-hmm. was. Uh, a major replay because I was like, "This is comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. This is what is great." Right, right, right. And you know, I had an Andy McDowell. I had a crush on Andy McDowell. Sure, yeah, all that stuff. And uh, uh, it's super funny. And then, like, as I was describing it, I was like, "Wait, that's problematic." Because <laughs> I never really thought about the fact that like these clones who are not him are all sleeping with his wife. Uh-huh. But I, I do want to reiterate that in the movie, <laughs> she is wanting to have sex with her husband yeah and and it, you know she is <laughs> it's still hard to yeah it's like saying colored girl at the beginning of the show yeah yeah <laughs> but well, uh multiplicity is a fantastic movie and yeah. now you should watch it so that you could throw it on your ranking at the end of the year i'm glad that it is part of a uh, movie gap canon yeah and i will watch it for about as long as you took to describe <laughs> how it went down uh, and get the gist of it, and I'll put it in there. Oddly put it enough, in the year-end ranking. Oddly enough, the next day I was looking at Hulu, and it says, for you, Multiplicity was the first fucking thing on there. See? 
it's just they, like they, Skynet's real. It's it's listening, man. They be listening. It's listening. They be listening. They be listening. So you watched Multiplicity multiple multiple times. Oh yeah, I I I know I rented it. Yeah, and then I think that might have been one of the ones that um we like you know early Pirate Bay <laughs> where where it's just two two VHSs. You had two VHSs. Oh, oh I like mean, v- VCRs. Le- legit. You, yeah, you legit literally. pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, like yeah. pre-burning DVDs. Pre- it was copying wire. the videotape. Yeah. I remember the first one that we did that to was uh, Home Alone. And we only had one VCR, but we Home also. Home Alone 1? Yeah, Home Alone 1. Okay. We had one VCR, but we also had a video camera. Yeah. That that you could plug into the TV and play the, the videos that you shot. So it worked as a VCR. So we yeah, had a yeah. video camera set up. That would then allow us to play it into the TV and then record the TV on another thing. So you were making a a pirated copy plus a shitty bootleg. No, the bootleg was at home. The boot. So we we would put the tape in the in the video camera. Yeah, like the Home Alone tape. Yeah, un- understood. So, and then plug that into the the front of the TV or whatever to play oh, onto that. So and then the other VCR was plugged into the back of the TV and recording making the a image. second copy. Yeah. So that's how you did it with two VCRs. So the video camera itself was becoming a second VCR, even though it, it in it in itself wow. was a video camera as well. So Why it wasn't you need to make two copies lens. though. Because I rented it. We all, we rented everything. We didn't but buy it, movies. What do you need two copies of it for? I only had, <laughs> I didn't have one. The other copy was a rental. Yeah. But you, you copied two, you made two copies. No, I made one copy. Oh well, then the, how the, the one fuck? rental that goes Hold in on, the I'm, video yeah, camera. This that is going plays. over. Let's actually. It's just like when you burn a DVD. This you is a copy bit, a DVD, right? This is actually more interesting than Pleasantville. So let's <laughs> spend. Because hold on, wait a second. You're saying you put the original tape. Yeah. The original so, copy uh, of Home to, Alone. Went to Kroger's, got Home Alone on VHS for yeah. fifty cents because that's how we rented and movies. You, you put that exactly right, and you put that into the camcorder. Yeah. And okay. then the camcorder had cords that come out of the camcorder that you could plug yeah. in so you, you could see out. what you had recorded, but it would play it just like a VCR. So it was playing Home Alone into the TV. Then the other VCR was also hooked up to the TV oh, and records whatever. I thought you were saying it. that you were copying the signal, but that wouldn't work like that because there was, was no the, internet back then. No, so that's that's no. how the internet works. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes more sense. However, you still could have ran to, because I mean, my, I mean, I've told. I've already told the yeah, story of my we dad's didn't, we didn't, movie but we didn't pirating have two operation VCRs. in the 90s that he used to yeah. pirate movies for me. Yeah, but we didn't uh, have two VCRs. Our second VCR was, was just the, the camcorder. Camera. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so Eventually you're saying we you got didn't VCRs, need yeah. two VCRs. Yeah. Then, okay. you know, it, it I thought all you became... were saying you were making two separate copies, one no, with the camcorder, no, no, one no. I was like, what? Although that would have been something we did because it's like, Tanner, this is your copy. This is my copy. (laughs) Yeah. If you wear yours out, don't come looking at mine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But multiplicity was was Uh, definitely up there. Okay. Well, I do want to say that, uh, you know, I, uh, I am sad about our pool. Yeah. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really pissed about it, but you know what? Uh, if anything, if, if this, if anything came out of that last episode, that is our, our first demarcation of a season. Okay. First four years and yeah. change was season one. Yeah. So we're going into season two. Okay. You know, fresh, I, I, fresh we're not, start. We're not cliffhanger guys. Yeah. You know, we are that fresh start, the new full, season. Like okay. like American Horror Story, right? Gotcha. A whole new, a whole so new. So this show. is the official beginning of season two. Yeah. Right. And the years, it doesn't. One season for us was four fucking years. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Our seasons are particularly long. Particularly long. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I, uh, you know, it was either use the pool money or, uh, or use the 
you know, your debit card, which I do have access to. And oh, don't I figured that. you would be way more happy about me using the pool money uh, than, than using your debit card. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, I got something back in my throat. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you use the pool money and not my real money because then my wife would be very upset. Well, the good thing is, though, is that Larry actually, I, I confronted Larry about this. And he apologized profusely. He said he got it mixed up. He gave him the wrong one. He accidentally gave me the the dot v i r. Remember? Uh huh. It was, and we thought like, oh, it's just a typo. It's supposed to say yeah. dot v i d. Yeah. Turns out it was the virus that siphons your money out of mm -hmm. your banks automatically. Well, he was like, actually, that's a part of my underground operation I'm doing right now. Do you want in on it? Now and is so this a, is this I actually an have actual underground operation because yeah. he is still currently in your basement and Dwayne, or is this the real Larry? This is uh, Dwayne. Okay. Yeah, I forgot that we had already disclosed that it was yeah. Dwayne. So, so yeah, let's just stop calling him Larry and say <laughs> Dwayne and I are running an operation <laughs> where we are siphoning, uh, yeah. you know, uh, people's uh, bank number, uh, bank account numbers, and stuff uh, through through these viruses. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I've already made back the pool money and then some. So we're oh, gonna be good. we're gonna be good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We're make a make a pool money back just in time for yeah. there to be a cold front in Texas. Well, listen, it can't always be perfect, can it, Chase? I mean, do you know I, what, am I, do I always you know have what, to be perfect? You know what can be perfect? What? Little town called Pleasantville. You know, that... Uh, always a brisk 72 be. degrees. Until you suck one of their dicks. <laughs> then then well, shit starts Paul, getting fucked Paul Walker, up. Paul Walker particularly. That's why, you know... Right, right. I mean, I mean no, no disrespect for, to the Walker estate, but like... Yeah. I'm glad he's dead. Because, whoa, you know, he, whoa. he gets his rocks off and, and everything goes to hell. Oh my God! Everything goes to hell. Have you right. ever seen Tammy and the T Rex? Uh, no, I have not. That's actually. where uh, Paul Walker's brain is put into an animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex. Is this real? Yeah, this is a real movie. It came this, out like this a was year made posthumously. This. No, <laughs> this is this was his first. That seems movie. like an idea. Let's go get let's <laughs> exhume Paul Walker, steal his brain, and put it into a fucking T Rex robot. Yeah. No, that's a that's a movie that really happened. It was him and Denise Richards, also like her first movie. Oh, dude. I mean, it might have been pre nineties vixen. It might have been before she was on Seinfeld. Like she was young. They were. Oh, they she were, like, did. Teenagers. She was on Seinfeld for an episode, huh? Yeah, don't stare directly at it. It's like a like an eclipse. And then Reese Witherspoon, not Seinfeld, but Friends, Friends. who which stars Courtney Cox, who was Jerry's girlfriend in an episode of Seinfeld. That's so true. it all comes back to Seinfeld. Everything always comes back to Seinfeld. Yep. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so Pleasantville. Let's get into it. Uh, Bryce, okay. you had never seen this movie, obviously. Correct. What did you know about it? Uh, did you do you have any recollection of it? before yeah. we brought it up okay yeah yeah definitely i mean i remember it from childhood uh it came out when i was about like nine or ten or whatever and i remember <clears> it being kind of a uh like popular movie back then because of the whole black and white thing and then turning into color i remember that being a gimmick that a lot of people were kind of excited about and so i just uh remember hearing the seeing the previews and hearing the talk about it and yeah my mom watching it and stuff like that i um I was very excited about this film when it came out. Uh, yeah, like I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it really bad. Uh, did not get to see it in theaters, and you know, I mean, we didn't see like anything in theaters. You weren't really. old enough. Yeah, well, and also like we didn't see anything in theaters. It was PG but I will say that this was advertised, and I remember the advertisements, and maybe I remember them incorrectly, but I think I'm right because unlike what you remember, this movie was not popular. Um, 
it it was a critical it was critically well received um with some certain issues or whatever but uh it it did not do well uh as well as they wanted it to with with you know this up and coming cast of uh fresh faced talent is that right yeah but um i remember it you know the trailer had don knots like in it and everything and i was a big yeah. don knots fan yeah, at the time yeah, yeah. uh as as a 10 year old would want to be um and it looked like a comedy and i loved you know tv land and all the stuff that it was talking about so uh i was really excited about it when i saw it i specifically remember this movie as something of like a changing point in my life where i saw it and it was not funny yeah in the way that i was expecting you know like you know when i yeah. thought of comedy okay. i thought, I thought yeah. comedy back then gotcha but i do remember it like much as it happens in the film it like awoken something in me uh-huh. like not uh, just of like this is art and i like it you know, yeah like, i okay. understand this okay this thing. yeah like oh, there was something uh, you know about it which th- that's the whole fucking premise so, like right on the right on the surface yeah right but as a 10 year old i was awakening like of- this shit is deep yeah this well, shit is, you know. is deep just like multiplicity is about true fucking love yeah um right 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 so uh I, I I do remember this movie is a little uh, this it. movie is very it's very in it's deep but it's also very ethereal you know ethereal <laughs> yeah I know actually I did that I that was actually I said that specifically for my homie Dane oh. who's a who's a new he's a new gapper um, I do trivia with every now and then so shout outs to you Dane I did that for you that was for you buddy but he brought that to my attention he was like how do you spell how do you pronounce this word and he spelled <laughs> ethereal and I was like ethereal and he was like Okay, so what you say ethereal all the time? I was like, oh yeah, I do do that. I do, yeah, because that's like that's how I first learned yeah, the word yeah. by reading it. I just I was definitely made the pronunciation in my head. Definitely a word I learned from Magic the Gathering. Yeah, which right. I learned a lot of words and trying to. And I remember uh, my friend Brad, who introduced me to Magic the Gathering, would always uh, laugh and yell and. Uh, criticized me for how stupid I was that I would mispronounce things. I know, and it's like, it was like uh, you're it's a like, dude, fucking you just, asshole. Yeah, you just—it's <laughs> just how I read it in my head. Yeah, if if it's yeah, like how how am I supposed to know? But now, Dane, now, Dane is not an asshole. Dane's a nice guy. Now I he will was, say he, he's ribbing me. I will say that, <laughs> that I was quite the asshole to Stark about biopic. But come on, you guys have been having that debate for way too long, <laughs> and I'm just going to end it right now for the sake of humanity. Yeah, and say you're both wrong. And you guys are not allowed to talk to each other ever again. All right. Okay. Good. That's fair. Fair, right? <laughs> Join right, us so, next week when Stark joins us. Or- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Pleasantville, you yeah. uh, were aware of it coming out. Absolutely. You didn't see it. What did you know about it going in? I knew time? that, you know, it played with the black and white stuff and it goes back into the 50s and... I knew that uh, Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon were in it, um, and that's about it, really. Okay. That's it. Um, so, uh, it's everybody's favorite segment. Oh, okay. It's time for the Newbie Synopsis. All right, Bryce, there's a, there's a minute on the clock. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Begin. There is a place, it's called 1990s America, and there are kids, and uh, they are brother and sister, 
And one is a dork and one is cool. And the dork is the boy and the cool one is the girl. And they get into a fight about who's going to use the TV because the girl can't watch TV upstairs even though she's bringing a guy over and it would be preferable probably because the idea is they're going to have sex, but they can't watch it upstairs because there's no stereo whatever but anyway you had they had to create some kind of tension so that they would break the remote and then don Knotts's weird ass would come in and give him some fucking fancy remote next thing you know they're teleported into the 50s not just any place in the 50s but an actual tv show from the 50s called pleasantville and then fucking hilarity ensues all right uh four seconds left that wasn't bad right no that wasn't bad uh it was that she wanted there was no stereo upstairs, meaning they couldn't listen to music. She wasn't trying to watch TV with him. Yeah, but she wanted to, she wanted the TV though. No, she wanted him out of the room. He was going to watch oh, TV down there. She said but, he could go but, upstairs. No, but he was like, no, you can watch it upstairs. <clears throat> and she was like, but there's no stereo. I don't know. I just thought it was a little forced. Back, yeah, but I mean, it's like whatever. It's like the smallest part of yeah. the movie. They had to do something to to make yeah. that happen and have them fighting over their remote, yeah. so they both got sucked yeah. in exactly. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a good setup for uh, the movie. Uh, quite the little interesting. It's not a full synopsis, um, but it is back of the box quality. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm going for. I mean, I every time I read the back that's of the what box, I'm going for every I want, time I want notes on on how th- thinly veiled the premise is uh-huh. of the first ten minutes of the film, and then it's yeah. just like, and then the rest happens. Yeah, nice. Well, because you don't want to give anything away. No, you don't want to give anything away. You, you, you do want to give start, the setup. You want to do want to start tease. the audience out with like, guys. Yeah, this is pretty thinly veiled. This as is a, as a plot. This is this is how it starts. Yeah. Now watch the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, I'll always love you. Let's get into it. Where are your notes? Do you got them pulled up? Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. Thought I deleted them, but I didn't. Um, all right. Um, okay, so a couple surprises here. I did not know that I was going to be seeing William H. Macy. I did not know I was going to be yeah. seeing Jeff Daniels. Yeah. And then the the uh, the woman who plays the mom, who I know her, I just don't know her name. Yeah, that's Joan Allen. Joan Allen. Famously. Tim Allen's wife. No, famously from uh-huh. the best film of all time. The Notebook. No, we covered it on the podcast. She is in the notebook, though. Yes, she is. She's the mom, right? She actually is in the yeah. notebook, yeah. She's the bitch uh, mom. <laughs> uh, face Off. Face Off was what I was looking oh, for. Oh, is she She's John Travolta's, Travolta's wife? wife? Yeah. Well, it is yeah, Travolta. John, Nick, the good yeah. guy. Yeah. The one that, uh, yeah, when he said, I enjoyed boning your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, one. <laughs> that one. Yeah, hit that one. Oh, it, hold on. There's a Norton pop. Oh. So my, the timing's off. Sorry. It's full. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so I did not uh, make that connection. I forgot that that was her. Yeah, that's her. That's okay. Joan Allen. Um, and then, like, uh, who else was in there? Oh, Paul uh, Walker, Paul of Walker course, was a, was a big surprise. Yeah. Driving a car. Driving yeah. a car. Dri- his, maybe his first time, because I don't believe he drove a car as a T-Rex in Taming the T-Rex. There is, oh, that's, see, that's just a missed opportunity now, right the T-Rex there. was in the back of a flatbed that you could see him, hang, like, the T-Rex hanging over. Okay, okay. Um, just so you know, that movie, by the way, is was made because the guy had uh, the producer had access to an animatronic T Rex for two weeks. Yeah, while the, he was holding, it was in his storage or whatever. While so uh, he just decided to make a movie. Yeah, while well, he it had was, it, it was like he somebody ordered it from somewhere and it was going to be shipped to Dallas for like a 
a uh, mini golf course. Yeah. And, like they had to store it somewhere. And he goes, I got this, I got this animatronic T-Rex. Let's make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, they made Tammy and the T-Rex. Wow. The yeah. producer, huh? Yeah. And that's the one it famously is. Uh, so it was like an R rated movie, like gore and, and sex and violence kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. then they recut it. But because it, it was fucking kind of terrible. I mean, it's a lot of Whoa. fun to watch, but uh, but like it was uh-huh. so bad they they cut it all up and made it like a PG third or PG like movie, and then the the international version was like the gory one, and that didn't like resurface in America until like six years ago or something. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I uh, started taking shits professionally. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm a producer. <laughs> Baby wants to fight. I hate it. I hate <laughs> Anyway, uh, love that. Love that. Um, all right, so those guys were in it. Uh, Shades of Wandavision, much, or should I say, Wandavision Shades of Pleasantville? Yeah, I, you know? I mean, there's there's definitely the black and white to color thing. Uh, that is actually well, but also the whole fifties aesthetic and the yeah, and the, yeah. and the TV show, the fifties TV yeah. show. Yeah, I mean that's and, on, yeah dude. they were making fun or not making fun of they were emulating like Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, in both situations. Yeah, right. You know? Um, this, well, and then, well, no, they did, it was like Bewitched and, and stuff in WandaVision, but it's well, the they, same, they same went on thing, the, yeah. they did every era in WandaVision, yeah, which yeah. wasn't fun. That was fun. Was it? Was it though? <sighs> was yeah, it? you're right. Anyway, yeah. um, the, uh, this actually had for a while the most digital special effects out of any movie. Uh, it had it for about a year. When Phantom Menace came out, there was more special effects, but they actually had to digitally transfer all of the film. Oh, so it was shot so could, on it was film. Shot, yeah, it shot film because this, this was before, this was before digital. digital even? Well, I mean, it was before I digital. Guess that makes was, sense. Yeah. I think Star uh, Episode One was like the first digitally shot film. That makes sense. Okay. With, gotcha. With, you know, but because uh, that was all still brand new. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this was shot on film and then they scanned the, the it was like 160,000 frames of footage that had to be scanned in to be color corrected, you know? And then there's sometimes where it's black and white makeup when like she's pulling it off. Yeah. Or, right. or like they'll do something with like green, like they did uh, other tricks, but it was all digital stuff going yeah. on in it. And that was like brand, like that was huge, which is probably yeah. one of the things that made the budget of something like this so big because oh. they're not, you know, there's not a ton of like, you wouldn't look at this now and be like, this is special effects heavy. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, though, I kind of did feel like they were, it was going into special, like it, I felt like that was a, a definitely a large element of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Was, because all that, yeah, like adding in the color in certain parts and everything was, was really not only cool to see, but yeah, for back then, pretty new. Yeah, for So, sure. I mean, I still got that feeling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it was, it was, you know, a pretty groundbreaking situation for digitizing uh-huh. record like digitizing film so that you could because like eventually you would start digitizing film so they could edit it digitally yeah right it's a lot easier to edit digitally and now they just shoot everything everything's digital so. yeah but yeah um that was uh that was a, a huge cost for this film and it it shot really well mm-hmm. i think that the it's it's very it's a very pretty film too i agree yeah especially the like the the way it matches like the fifties aesthetic and then slowly transforms yeah or the fifties television aesthetic and then slowly transforms into other things it's just yeah. done very well yeah so yeah all right um so what else uh, yeah. yeah you didn't know William H Macy was in there 
Right. Um, it doesn't have a stereo. I laughed at that. We already talked about that. Um, oh, yeah. And then the other thing that they, it's just like, I don't know. I just had all these notes about how the setup was so forced, you know, because then the other thing was uh, she was like, you can go, or she was like, uh, oh, when the remote broke. Yeah. He couldn't turn it on because the TV doesn't work without a remote. And it was yeah. like, what What TV doesn't, doesn't work a without power. a remote? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but then, yeah, Barney Five comes in. Uh, Barney Five. Um, <laughs> Don Knotts. Don Knotts, yeah. Um, well, no, his character was Barney What's Five. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, Don Knotts comes in and does his thing. And he, his character was... Uh, rather interesting did you say that you were a massive don knotts fan when oh you were i loved don knotts love don knotts andy griffith show yeah i was gonna say were you watching andy griffith the, all the, time? Uh, the apple dumpling gang uh-huh. and uh you know uh incredible mr limpet you know all those uh what was the goat he there was a ghost one i can't remember the name of that one now but like all those old disney movies that uh-huh. he did and uh, you know oh, all his TV stuff. Yeah, he did. He had a wasn't huge some run of, those, of the Disney, like those those, those mi- early uh, TV 60s, movies. Yeah, or uh, some of them maybe oh. TV movies, but like way back in the day. Was he in Pete's Dragon? You remember that movie, dude? He was Pete's not Dragon. in Pete's Dragon, but I do remember that. Yeah. Um, well, and of anyway. course, you're talking about the one from the 70s, not the one from the mid 2010s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Early 70s too. Yeah. Dare I say late 60s? It might have been. But what that was yeah. kind of groundbreaking shit, man. With fucking the cartoon with the real action, mm-hmm. the real life stuff. Oh, yeah. That was pretty dope, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, in Disney, like all those movies that we're talking about with Don Knotts and things like that, they, and you know, Swiss Family Robinson, when they were coming out with all that stuff, that was in that that weird Disney period where they sort of abandoned uh, animation. And, yeah, because it was like it was the end yeah, of that right, princess because right. they had that princess era, and then they couldn't really get. Mm-hmm. anything to really click mm-hmm. until they basically until until aladdin no it was a uh, little mermaid oh little mermaid, right yeah. and little mermaid saved disney mm. and it was when they brought it back and then you know something similar to that was at least with the disney animation part was Toy Story. they they ended all the the princess stuff and then they did frozen and frozen really brought it all back oh with other the than that it was stuff? yeah other than that it was you know the pixar disney stuff which is you know actually pixar uh-huh. they're owned by disney and all that crap right 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 but yeah, so they're back with that. So anyway, um, that yeah. So all those live action movies like that from from Don Knotts were why I, I really love Don Knotts. Mm. It's just interesting. You're how old? Like ten. Yeah, and just like a massive Don Knotts yeah. fan. It's funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, my dad like always had the Andy Griffith show on. So yeah, I was always very Don Knotts was a very big part of my household as well. There you go. Anyway, um, uh, whistling on a podcast not not not, <laughs> not great, not great. <laughs> um, we need more windscreen. Yeah, now. yeah. Do you like breath? Uh, but anyway, um, okay. Uh, but yeah, his character ended up being such an asshole. Yeah, and he was so good at being at turning it because at first he's all Mister Nice Guy, and you're like, oh, it's, it's safe, it's Barney, it's uh, I feel yeah. all safe. And it's a weird like. I oh, still he was the totally the weirdest. And I don't really understand his motivation. But there, he was trying to it's get It's never explained. Yeah. But like why it, it is this guy no yeah, why is this guy <laughs> trying to get 
a child trapped in a, in a 50s TV. Yeah. And he only wanted him. He didn't want her. Right. Because she's bad. the bad scene. Yeah, but right. Then, like, when he started changing everything, it made him mad. And then, yeah. I don't know. It didn't It didn't make any sense. And then even when they, like, when he gets out, it's he's not, I don't know. And he was, just, the way he was acting like he was doing him a, he was doing Tobey Maguire a favor. Yeah. It was like, no, I've been looking all over the place for someone like you, and you're just going to be all mad about it. How dare you? And it's like, this is just really weird. This and, is, and he like, but he this, does, you know, sort of like uh, us with Seinfeld trivia. He goes deep on that oh, yeah. trivia before he decides. So he's yeah. got this magic, <laughs> this magic uh, thing that tells him they broke their remote. This is my in. Right. And he goes in, and then he's almost going to give him the 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 regular remote. So yeah. like he hasn't even committed to it with right. those things until he. You know, he's like, no, I'm Until not wrong. Until he tests him first. And, and, and he was wrong. Yeah. And I think he was like, no, 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 I'm not wrong. You're wrong because of this thing. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Here's a, yeah. here's a remote to send you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> like, yeah. What is Is he a demon? Yeah. I is know. he a TV I mean, demon? He's got some sort of, yeah, TV magic demon. I think he's a TV magic demon. Yeah. So I think I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. So yeah, it fucked on knots. It fucked on knots. I believe this was his last feature. I was going to ask that. He did, uh, he did live um, for another like 10 years. And, you know, but it was a lot of, uh, TV stuff and, and some voiceover mm-hmm. um, stuff. But yeah, he, uh, what, what year did this come out? 98? 98. So, and yeah. he lived to be uh, until like 2006. So, okay. So about six more years. Yeah. Six nope. more years. Eight more years. Eight more years. There, math. That's how math works. Math. It's a, it's a ethereal. Yeah. <laughs> ethereal. <laughs> math is so ethereal. Um, okay. Uh, then I have a note that says, oh, oh man, remember the TV guide channel. Oh yeah! What I was a time, just right? About that the other what day a time too. to be alive! You would just sit there and just wait to see. It sucked if there was going to be a booby movie on HBO. I know, hour. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, you'd have the printed out one too, but like yeah. it didn't have enough information. No, no, because it would just have like the little in. But like, right. what does that mean? Because the TV Guide channel yeah. would change by the hour. Yeah. So it not only does it scroll up, but it very slowly scrolls oh, the, the side, side as yeah. well. Yeah, but you'd have to wait for it to come back. You missed the channel. You're like, oh fuck, what was that? I'm, yeah. I was looking for Fox. Oh man, it's on well, fucking Food was, Network. I'm gonna have to wait fucking a hundred more channels. I know. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna watch. And then you'd start watching. And then of course the the annoying TV guide commercials and and playing on top. Yeah, like you know, you're watching all these words go by. So of course you're gonna float up to yes. the actual thing. And then you're like, oh shit, I missed. And then it. you miss it again. It's genius, Ugh. genius marketing scheme. No, I mean oh, it's obsolete thank God, now. Thank but, God it's obsolete. Yeah, because I remember being pissed off about that. Like, I used to spend. I, it used I was to like, suck, there has to be a better way. It used to suck me in for hours. Yeah, out of necessity. But like, if you're because I would keep missing it. Yeah, if you want to watch those late night shows, they don't print that far into no. the yep. into the night on the. There was no the, scrolling over. No, there was no scrolling over. You and had like, to fucking wait. The it was mainly prime time that was shown on the 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 in the newspaper. Yeah, right. You, know, you had to get the the whole TV yeah. guide, and if you you know didn't get the Sunday paper, you didn't right. get that shit, and that wouldn't scroll with updates. You know, no, nope. but it so. had it all in there. I'm not talking about the the little TV guide that you buy at the newsstand. No, I'm talking about the, one that came the news. The well, I'm just saying, Chronicle. even with the newspaper, the thing is that well, what if I want to know what's after this? Yeah, that's where it cuts off. Yeah, it cuts you know? off. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, there was a little little uh, little bit of the TV guide channel in there. Um, <laughs> then I had a realization that uh, uh, I wrote down, "Bruh, I wish Putty would give me a Seinfeld remote." It would suck me into Seinfeld uh, when yeah. I hit it, you know, and then I could I like live the, in the Seinfeld. He's in the putty. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay. So 
here's another crazy thing about this. Remember, maybe this just has to do with the fact that we were kids and it really did seem that long ago. Uh-huh. But this was all taking place 40 years ago. Or when they went into Pleasantville, that was 40 years their past. Uh, right? The 90s to the 50s. Yeah. yeah. Well, now like 40 years is the yeah. 80s for us. That doesn't yeah, seem be, that long ago. It would be like going back to the Cosby show. Be like, yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't seem that long ago. So, like, I was just thinking about that. Like, back then, yeah. it seemed like truly a completely different world to go back to the 50s. Yep. So, it, but now it's like, it's like, well, that's just the 80s and things are pretty much still the well, 80s, you know, but with better, with, but with better technology. You know, that you know? 70s show was, in the nineties about the seventies, yeah. like it, now it would be yeah. in the early two thousands. Dude, dude <laughs> it would be more, that two thousand show. Like that's crazy. There's been more time that has passed since Nevermind was released by Nirvana than there has than there was time uh in between Sgt. Pepper and and Nevermind yeah. being released. Yeah. If if that makes sense. If yes, people it does. if people yeah. at home can I'm follow that. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Because when Nevermind came out that was like, man, can you, can you, like, dude, the 60s music sounds so old compared to this. <laughs> yeah. Now it's been and like then, 40 fucking years since Nevermind. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's just, you know, that's just grunge. And there's uh, never it doesn't been, seem that old. Never know? been a great band since, right? No, not, a, not even close. No one. Nothing has, ugh. no one. Although, let's be honest, like, what is out today that's like exciting in music? Well, in, I mean, you know, of course, way. look, I mean, everyone knows that you have your Jody C buddy in the world. I mean, that, you know, and yeah. everyone knows well, that's this. upper echelon, upper echelon. Right. I mean, that's and, beyond, you know, that's beyond all, reproach. And it's all streaming on Spotify and iTunes right now yeah. for anyone to listen to. And, and then of course there's the demon spelled D E A M I N S. And mm-hmm. everyone knows that those are kind of untouchable. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, yeah, what, what's really out there? Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's not even, it's like, what, what, not even worth talking about almost. Nope. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. <laughs> so, I said, when Paul Walker shows up, I said, oh, snap, Paul Walker driving suspiciously slow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, foreshadowing maybe for, you know, when he grows up in, in the 90s, he'll be driving yeah. very fast or in yep. the 2000s, you know. Uh, living, that, living his life a quarter mile at a time. Oh, dude, the Monsters the Monstars should have stolen the Pleasantville dudes' basketball powers, man. They never miss a shot. Yeah, they never miss a shot. They never well, lose. until until they get their dicks. So they well, no, until they hear about they hear about it. it. They yeah, hear right. about sex. And dude, how about that whole scene where he has sex and then he goes like sex Jesus and he's like, "Let me tell you, oh people, <laughs> yeah, it's of great. the ways of the vagina." It's so great. <laughs> and they're all just like, "What?" <laughs> well, you know, and it's one of those things about like the fifties that you. You know, when you think about it, <laughs> I'm going to be sex. As, Jesus is going to be my new music name. Well, by being the way. as far removed from it as we are, because like even our parents weren't, you know, growing up in the 50s. Far removed from what? No, being as far removed removed from the 50s as we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, like, right, like our yeah. parents grew up in the in the 60s, 70s. You know, yeah. So like the 50s, you think about it, like all you really have to go on are these old shows where it's like sex is not a thing. But you know, you look at something like Back to the Future. Where they go back in time, and it's like oh, teenagers yeah. were still yeah right. I mean, I know Raunchy. they really go back in time, but you know, you don't think about it. But like, let's be honest, teenagers were still teenagers. Yeah, they were raunchy. They just weren't allowed to, you know. Oh, absolutely, repression to it. Yeah, otherwise you know, so we like, wouldn't be here. Yeah, so like immediately, <laughs> if if somebody from the fifties heard about sex, yeah. sex doesn't matter. They don't even have bathrooms. Yeah, they don't even have toilets. Oh yeah, so that's like, right. Yeah, dude, they should have shown that man like, <laughs> like learning about. 
pooping. No, no, no. Like, no, but like, like, okay. So like, if like her getting sexual with Paul Walker was the thing that sort of sparked the awakening. Yeah. Well, you know, all of a sudden he starts seeing color and he starts being able to miss basketball shots. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he also probably suddenly has to take shits, and he never had to before. Yeah, there was no toilets. Yeah, they don't so fix there, that. There should have been thing. like, man, and they could have done it with Jeff Daniels, too. They like, he installs the first toilet. They could have reprised the fucking Dumb and Dumber. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck, what is this? I, after, like, after he bones uh, fucking uh, Toby Maguire's mom or yeah. whatever, he's like, John Allen. he's like, he like, just show him waking up like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, what is this? What just, is this feeling? Oh, they just, just use that footage, but they put it in black and white. <laughs> but no, but you, the, he's still in black and white, but you see the brown. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many great oh, things man. that can be done with this premise that yeah. uh, they, I Well, think... and let's be honest. That's what I thought I was getting into when I was 10. <laughs> a, a humorous thing of that nature. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. And yeah. And, and also, up... Jeff Daniels, I love Dumb and Dumber. Like, he's in it. Oh, oh right. this is going to be a laugh right Yeah, now. right, right. But then he ended up being really Mr. Sensitive and Mr. Serious, which was actually great. Yeah. I think he might have been my favorite part of the movie. Oh, he's so... My favorite character. And, like, the painting and then the, yeah, the, and the painting his, shit was really cool. His, like, whole character arc of just, like, he's... Because he starts out so NPC. Because, like, that's the character yeah, dude. Of, yeah. of the thing where he, like, it shows him, like, polishing that he's like, well, you weren't here. So I just uh, right. kept cleaning. And right. it's just like, whoa, this is like, it really is. Because he's a character that's never developed in the show. Yeah. Because they don't have their own lives. They all yeah, revolve exactly. around these, like, nothing things. It's like, yeah. you come here and then this happens. Yeah. You know? And so, like, having, like, learning that not just these things of expression exist, but that you are a human being and that you can feel things. And it's, it like, it just, it almost like numbs him or not numbs him. It like shocks him so much. Yeah. And like, he's not even, you know, it's just, it's, it's well, very- there's, there's like, so, so let's get into that a little bit here. Cause that's like kind of the biggest thing about this movie, right? Is that it's all a giant metaphor for awakening of the spirit. Right. Yeah, it's like, and, uh, you know, it's, and, and it's like it's a personal repression as well, and then it also devolves in or evolves into like political oppression and so how yeah. how that yeah. uh, how that um, manifests in societally. Yeah, and a fra- fear of change. Yeah, exactly right. Or, um, yeah. And and it's really cool. It's a really cool way yeah. of depicting that. And there's even one scene where, and I don't think this was on accident, but. And also, I don't think that it's like, well, but anyway, there's one scene when she first uh, blows Paul Walker and then shit starts turning color. And then Toby Maguire walks up to the diner and he sees color inside and yeah. the car is color. And he stands there and goes, Jesus Christ. And then walks in. I think that that's kind of, they were kind of doing a little metaphor there of like, of they, those two, Reese Witherspoon and him were basically kind of like, Buddha and Muhammad out there awakening the masses from their slumber of yeah, spirit or whatever. Yeah, the, you know? the whole thing of of like why repression exists right. and why like it's because you don't because you don't want things to change. Yeah, you know, the, the people in power don't want the status quo to change, which then it becomes really about that later on. But and like it is also, I mean, I know that I read uh, when I was doing some research on this that uh, the uh, uh, a lot of the negative it was one of those parent. Uh, those Christian parent magazines or whatever uh-huh. that talked about this as being like specifically 
uh, anti-Christian because it's like, you know, they, this idyllic world and then these <sighs> sinners come and they even have the scene of the, the yeah, apple. Right, and, right, right, right. But that's also not what it is too because like she, um, what is her character name? What is Reese Witherspoon's character name? Uh, Jennifer slash Mary Sue Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when she um, has sex and she's like, I've been having sex all over the place and I'm still black and white and to, uh, Toby McGuire, right, right. Uh, David or Bud, he, um, he was like, yeah. that's not, what it is you yeah know, like you're not changing you're not you know like you what you thought was so counter like because you're so counterculture or whatever yeah but that's not the same thing as being like awoken you're just doing it because you, you know, yeah you're not, yeah it's not the same it's not yeah. just sex it's exactly what sex means right you know to it's the, not to the just, person that's yeah. never experienced it well you have done it now what have you shaded yourself from yeah because it wasn't like you know what oh, are you holding in black and white still oh yeah. you fear knowledge you fear reading you fear yeah. Um, thinking about shit, right? Yeah. And then once she starts, once she embraces that, boom! Then she sees the color. That was yeah, it was really fucking well done. And I really love that cool. you know it ends with her going off to college in a town that like they literally doesn't they exist. Well, the, go, going back to that NPC thing. Well, no, because everything starts expanding. Yeah, or whatever. right, right. But that whole NPC thing of like, well, what's a, what's on the other side of Main Street? Main Street. Yeah. What's at the yeah. end of Main Street? The beginning of Main Street. Yeah, right. And like they right, draw right. the map and it's like if you go down here, then you're here. And then you end up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Everyone knows. There's four buildings. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like again, it's it's this weird world. Yeah. But it, it's that also that using that directly, like this is the only thing that exists because we are in a fake universe. Yeah. And that's just how things work. Yeah. But using that as a metaphor of like small town America and just like that closed mindedness of mm-hmm. this is our bubble, you know? Right. I mean, this movie really is something that has come full circle again with, with all the things that are going on. Oh, absolutely. In, in politics now, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, um, well, and it's he, just, yeah, it's, it's even at the, bad. even at the end when he, well, okay. There, I mean, it's so like, it's so flawed. The movie is so flawed. Yeah. There's, but, there's some issues, but, uh, but it, but it just works really well to get that sort of message across because it's like, like what else are you going to use as a metaphor for for this? You know, like uh, like I get it. It's a TV show, so how are they doing anything other than what's been shot? Well, it's like if you yeah. think about that, then you're just going to ruin the experience of watching the movie anyway, right? But but also, fucking, he comes back and and she doesn't, and the mom is like doesn't is like oh I don't care about my daughter. Like is not even worried about where the fuck she is. Yeah, is she's just going to live in Pleasantville for the rest of her yeah. life. What there's that? like that that is that is part of like there's what? there's some like story storytelling Loose plot ends. things yeah that, that plot holes that don't really yeah. tie up it's right. very much but, more about the theme but not necessarily needed yeah. at the same time i mean you know you don't have to have to close up everything that's yeah, introduced right. necessarily if if it's introduced in a way that that works. Yeah. I mean, works for the, the point of the, of the story that you're trying to tell. Yeah. I mean, and, and the idea of like, you know, like there's something to be said about that where, you know, we're, we've gone into this world where everything is a closed circle, uh-huh. you know? So like the idea that they would leave the, the television world and they go back to their real world and things continue. Yeah. You know, so like the fact that you yeah, don't right. know what the parents are going to say about her going, but it's like, that's not this story. And that's the story yeah. that they continue and they get to decide it because it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, so. And plus they needed that for Pleasantville too, which, yeah. uh, which I guess they just never Back got in the habit. Back in the habit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was definitely set up to, uh, to introduce the expanded. Bl- yeah. The, yeah. The, the PCU. Pleasant, yeah. The PCU. Um, 
but uh but yeah um and then you know at the end when toby comes back and he's talking to his mom his mom's all stressed out about shit and then he, you know he has his own awakening about or new understanding about shit through his own experience in pleasantville and you know and then he says uh you know the whole um you know nothing is supposed to be anything well she's all like i'm not supposed to be this i'm not supposed to be this and yeah. he's like well who's to say that you're supposed to be anything which is like of course like old Taoist, like you know way of the water or whatever the fuck eating and all that stuff is a message that's been around forever but once again placed into or shown through this movie in a very nice wholesome way yeah so job well done directors and or I think, director I think or that there's, writer. There's so it's so well done, but there's just like those little things that I, I don't think um I can't tell if it was in the script necessarily or the way it was put together. It it like uh what's the director's name? Um Lao Tzu. Gary oh, Ross. No, that's, that's a- Gary Ross. Uh I just don't think he was ready to to tell such a big story in a way that that really like this feels like it, it almost should have been like a a Spielberg right know? yeah but like, I, I don't know that Spielberg would have been right for it because I don't think he goes that that way but like yeah. somebody that's so good at storytelling yeah and then and like I, I think that this guy was really good at getting what he was doing yeah but the storytelling aspect of it was kind of missing like those things that really right. make that clean script right clean, right right like and I don't it's, it's yeah. a little messy but but still effective yeah well and then you know I guess messy you but like, effective well, that's real life it's messy but, yeah. yeah which but, is that's the, what his excuse would be for his failures in uh, screenwriting yeah failures <laughs> No, but but yeah, it, it like still it totally works. But I agree with you; it is messy and and he did he did actually write this. The, oh, very the good. Of this as well. Oh, very um, good. What else has he directed? Oh, okay. So this was his first movie, which is oh. pretty crazy. Like this is really uh, I would not have expected that, other than the fact that it yeah. his name uh, and the, he directed it. Yeah, uh, he uh, he Damn. went. And then he's he's directed five other things. Okay. Um, sea biscuit. Starring uh, Toby Tom McGuire, McGuire. Yeah. and uh, Paul Walker, I believe, was the horse. Okay, I believe he played that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then he did The Hunger Games. No shit. Yeah, all of them. Uh, no, just The Hunger Games. Oh, the first. Oh, one? actually, he did The Hunger Game cast cast interviews. So he's only directed five movies. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah. He's he's listed as Hunger Games cast interviews as, as one of his directorial okay. things. So he's only directed five things: Pleasantville, Sea Biscuit, Hunger Games. Uh, Matthew McConaughey in Free State of Jones, which uh, came and went, and I don't think it's good. Never even uh, heard of that. And then uh, Ocean's Eight. That was the last thing he, oh, he's directed. Okay, but he's he's a writer. He's he's written uh, like fourteen movies and things like so. Oh well, look at Mr. Big Shot. Yeah, Mr. Big Shot. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, well, yeah, this was good. But yeah, I, I think that like you know, in the hands of somebody else, this could have possibly been a a much better thing. But yeah. Knowing that he also wrote it, it's like a very personal. Like he gets it absolutely. You know? yeah. So um, yeah, 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 and it adds so, to like what was trying to be portrayed and everything. And Spielberg, you're right. I don't. He doesn't go that when he goes deep. He does literal deep. He does water yeah. Jaws. You know. <laughs> and, and, well, and let's not forget the deepest of his deep movies, uh-huh. AI. I mean, Haley Joe Osment spends spends years. Oh, that's at the right, bottom the, at the bottom of the, of the fucking ocean. Of the ocean. You're right. You're absolutely right. Only to yep. come out as a real boy. 
Yeah. Starring Haley Drossman. Now. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look just like me. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So this, this yeah, the, what else were we going to talk about in there? Um, um, so we've talked see. about. Oh, uh, oh I, I have this note. Talk about a burning bush. Oh yeah, when the the tree sets off fire. Yeah, yeah, from her there's, from her O. I think there's so much, and this this is part of where I think it gets lost with the the writer director doing things is like there's so much great imagery that doesn't quite connect it all together. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the like yeah, it's it's it was a little too much. It's like importance. I get what you're saying, yeah. and it works, you're, but you're it, hitting us over the head with it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and, a and bit. like if you do that when you but you earn it. But like it's it's only earned because it's an impactful image. Yeah, but it's not because it builds it. It's like you know, and maybe that's why I think uh, Spielberg, because you got like Schindler's List, which is you know rough. And yeah, like the imagery is you know impactful and done is in you know it's also black and white. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The splashes of color kind of thing. Yeah, but like earning those moments. Uh-huh. Of the getting to the the burning bush and like you know so without it getting all tied up into the the sex thing and then he like works his way back and then he's like yeah you know, then it's like you know the the guy the last one to, to turn the the world into color is the guy who hates it the most and then he realizes like oh I'm it too because he he turns yeah that angry. was a really cool moment yeah. too yeah I mean it's but it's, it was like it's through- so cool and it's so built up but it's almost like you. You want it to happen, uh-huh. so you accept that it happens. But we don't get to that like earned moment, right? Yeah. It feels like it's earned too too late in the game. Like it's yeah. earned by the, the passion of that scene and the right. passion of that particular dialogue. Right. But it's not um as you know, I, I oh I love well, I love William H. Macy. Of course. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Uh his character is so he's so good in, in this movie too. And then especially yeah. at the end when he like his part when he turns uh yeah yeah from black oh, and white man yeah choke you up yeah yeah big and then, time and then uh but yeah that my favorite one of my favorite scenes in this is the him coming home to the darkened <laughs> house which yeah. is never and just confused like, yeah where is it like a little and baby just, where's my dinner yeah my wife and i say that to each other all the time <laughs> That's what he says. We don't say that all the time. (laughs) Okay. No, that's what William H. Macy was saying when he came home and she wasn't there. Well, baby, what's the fuck? Anyway. And meanwhile, um, you know, Jeff Daniels was whispering to him. Oh. I mean, I enjoy boning your wife. (laughs) Because it was the same. same Yeah, it was the same. See? Oh, yeah. Norton be damned. Norton be damned. But yeah, so... uh, yeah, and then the the whole like gross guy thing with the, you know the whole patriarchy thing where they're all in the mm-hmm. fucking um, oh yeah uh, the bowling, bowling alley, alley yeah and you got that that fucking patent image yeah in yeah front with of the, the scoreboard scores. yeah 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 that was uh, good that's J T Walsh uh, playing the mayor Big Bob yeah gotcha he uh, this was his last movie he died uh, he died shortly after this movie was finished it was it was before the movie got released because he's Damn. in the credits as a. There's there's like three people in the credits. One, um, so he's a big name. It, it was dedicated to him. The director's wife, uh, not wife, uh, mother, uh-huh. uh, also died. It is, uh, uh, it is dedicated to her. And then a uh, a guy from the film crew. Um, it was uh, a camera operator who died after a 19 hour workday on this film, driving home, fell asleep with the wheel, and. Uh, there was a wrongful death suit and it started a whole thing of like, you know, against new line cinema that made the thing and new line productions. And, 
because the the lengthy hours make it impossible to be held. You know, it was against the things, and like they may, they tried to get uh, in the union or whatever. They tried to get it passed that you couldn't work more than fourteen hours a day. Yeah, like that's the cutoff. And, yeah, but that of course didn't pass. What did pass is more and more pay. Like, oh. So like they could still work the you like, you like a death, but you get paid for it. Yeah. So which, let's be honest, is going to have more of an effect on something than saying you can't go more than fourteen hours because they'll just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. And then they'll they'll make you sign something that says they didn't do it, so that if, like if you want to work again, you'd have to sign it. So the fact that they have to pay more, yeah, actually is probably better in the long run because then yeah. they're going to be like, well, we can't pay them more, so we have to shut down. Yeah. Night, right. You know. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. But uh, but yeah, it was wow. So know, this movie was, was cursed. Uh, Brent Hirschman was the guy's name. Damn, R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, my, when you told me that, my people couldn't see it, but my face went full on shocked emoji. It did. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But J.T. Walsh, uh, let's see if you've seen any of his movies. Good morning. He Vietnam. looked. He looked like a James Spader. Like a he like does a chubby like a, James Spader. Like an older, older chubbier James yeah, Spader. If, if the older chubbier James Spader didn't actually exist. Wait, what do you mean? Like, like oh, James oh, Spader yeah, yeah. now is yeah, older right, right, and chubbier right, yeah. and doesn't look like yeah, him. Yeah, so he kind of looks like James Spader now. But but he doesn't. He yeah, looks, right. He right. looks like the way he looks James like James Spader, Spader's brother. If James Spader's from the if you look at James Spader in the nineties and you looked at this guy, you're like, that's what James Spader's gonna look like, and then he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like uh, he's not James Spader. He's James Clubber. You know. Yeah. He's oh, James, he was uh, uh, he was in Sling Blade. He's James Diamonder. That's one that you've seen. Is he in Sling Blade? Yeah, he's oh, in Sling Blade. Oh, he's one of the mechanic guys yeah. or whatever? Yeah, and he's, he's the one who, like, housed him, I think. Gotcha. The main guy. Uh, and then uh, A Few Good Men, have you seen that? Or is that no, on the list? No, 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 that's, no, that's on be, the list. Yeah, that's, yeah, ooh, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. You know what else is, is streaming is My Cousin Vinny. Oh, that's such a good one, too. I haven't seen that. But anyway. Yeah. Well, um, those are all for post-Halloween. Yes. Uh, all right, more notes real quick. Let's blast through these and then get this episode finished here. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Now that they're learning about everything, jazz is playing in the in the shops now. Not just that old yeah. rock and roll, you know. I thought that was funny. Uh, oh, and then they when the books started getting filled. Yeah, out, the, all these little things are like this movie has so much more. Yeah. If it could only connect in a, but, a little way. But my only issue is that they started telling him. Tell, uh, he started teaching them about Catcher in the Rye, and I was not a fan of that because everyone knows what happens when uh, when one lonely guy, the wrong person, reads Catcher in the Rye. They shoot John Lennon. So Ooh. I am not down with that. There's I was a, against that, and I think they need to remove it from the movie. There's a play. I forget the name of it that I uh, I read the other day that you should read. It's, it's about like these. Uh, oh, well, we'll talk about it off mic. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, Enough of this ridiculous babble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the 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 book stuff was great, like telling the stories and having yeah. to remember them, and yeah. And then like and the, then the pages fill, fill up. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of like told him a little bit, and then the Picasso art book. Yeah. You know. Oh, that was so yeah. cool. when he was like, "Whoa, look at these colors!" And then, and then when he starts painting and stuff like that, which obviously like you know they just brought an artist in, but. That was just really cool to see, juxtaposed to the you know, well, you know, black he, and white, plain Pleasantville. And you know what uh, he said as soon as he opened up that art art book? What? And now, ladies and gentlemen, bare naked ladies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bare naked oh, ladies. Yeah. It brings in the color. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially for the one with an artist's eye. <laughs> yeah, you know, art. It's all because about. It's the all boobs. about the art. All about the boobs. That's what the boobs is. What the female, you know, it's. I just find the female form beautiful. Is all. 
There's it's something like really artistic about it. It's like a, a male's, it's like God's work of art. A male's body is is like a it's jeep. Just, it's just meant to get from A to B. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. I was making fun of like hipster douchebags that say that shit all the time. It's like, no, you're just a horny guy. Yeah. You're just, <laughs> you're, just a, you're just a Let's gross. Just be real. Yeah. You're just like instead of taking a shower, I'm yeah. gonna be weird. Yeah. And that's <laughs> gonna get me laid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Instead of this, I'm just gonna be weird, and then that's gonna work. But yeah. Anyway, if I'm kind uh, of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. And then at the end, Barney wanted to be all happy. Do you remember that? I wrote oh, that Barney down. Fife. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're Oh, Don Knotts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget. Like, and I just watched it and I forget what happens with him at the end. I think he, like, it was all his plan all along or some crap. Oh, shit. You know what I did notice, though? How did, um, whenever she, whenever, um, the mom turned color... <laughs> Yeah, see, it's a weird thing I know, to it's say. hard to say. I mean, you're Bear saying what it is. Yeah. yeah, when she got her color. Yeah, there you go. And then the husband was, or no, um, Tobey Maguire was like, no, 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 it's okay. We'll just see. We'll do this. Yeah, put the makeup on her. How did he get the makeup on her eyeballs? I know. I thought that too. Boom. <laughs> like she's going to have Mic blue drop. goddamn eyes. Mic drop. Well, I think she did have blue eyes though, even then. Well, yeah, but still, and like, that's and that, not black well, and white. No, and then the other thing is that. That would the, be a shade of gray. But like the other thing is that. um. Her whole thing is that she's being ignored by yeah. and neglected by her husband, so he's not paying attention to her. Yeah, and that that proves it. Is that? Oh like, yeah, that's you know, true. I mean, if she was that, in full they, color, they, he, he wouldn't would even know, notice. But yeah. he doesn't even notice it because he never even looks at her. He well, never because really he hasn't even woken up. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Because he's still still all about that. Uh, you know, nothing should change. This is a right. great place. Where to is live. my dinner? Where's my dinner? Um, I'll tell you one thing. It is a good thing that they didn't have a copy. And it's also kind of ironic that they didn't have a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey, because <laughs> if they did and they started telling about that, then the whole town would have lit up in an instant. They would, you know, they it, it wouldn't have. It, well, I'll tell you what, it would not have had as much color because it would have then made them uh, take place in the Pacific Northwest, where everything is about as <laughs> about blue as colorful and, and blue as, and gray. As, yeah, yeah. Uh, as yeah, for a second I thought we were watching Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. Although you still you said that we didn't we didn't cover Thor Love and Thunder but you said that that didn't have any color and I just still no, no, don't no. agree with that, you. I said that it's it's muted. It's washed. See, I don't it's even, not I don't even agree with that. Though. If you really look at it it is it's got this like darkened like it's almost hmm. I would equate it to wearing 3D glasses to a movie that's not in 3D. Not the red and blue ones, but like the, the regular yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. You're like wearing sunglasses, but they're not that dark. Although sometimes on these movies, like if you try, I tried to watch the, the new uh, League of Their Own show, and it's literally like your TV is going out. Like I thought mm. something was wrong with my TV because it was mm. bright day and it just looked, it's almost as dark as a TV that's off. Dude. Okay. But that's that the, it's, it's just, it's not not colorful it's just dishwater it's hmm. just kind of all murkies together where it's like not you know yeah well gappers if you guys agree with chaz leave us a vote go to go to crossstreamsmedia.com and go to the movie gap page yeah. and leave us a voicemail yeah and uh let me know if you thought it was funny because like it wasn't <laughs> what oh love, love, and thunder? love and thunder i mean i chuckled at parts <sighs> yeah but they weren't i thought russell crowe was funny oh man russell Crowe. he was great uh that's let's a, see that's a big dude. Um, oh uh there was a cool Fiona Apple cover of Across the Universe. Yeah, at the end of the movie there, and then and then it said music by Randy Newman. Yes, he did the score. Yeah, so that's neat. Yeah, remember we talked about him having done scores when we did uh, yeah uh, Air Force One because it was originally supposed to be. Oh yeah, it was Randy yeah it was supposed to be yeah. him. Yeah, 
Um, and then my final note was basically what we've touched on here. A little sloppy, definitely flawed, but a fun way to depict lessons in Eastern religious philosophy for the Western world. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, do we want to get the rating before the box office? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do, do that. that. Um, out of 10, um, well, colors. <laughs> I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give this one eight. Point five colors. All right. Yeah. Eight and a half colors. I dug it. I mean, it's it's really good. Uh, I think that it could be better, but I think considering what what we're going through, uh, I mean, you know, it's this all this kind of stuff is cyclical as it, Absolutely. And it, it proves that, you know, Absolutely. Like that was, and then it's way. important now. And I think that, you know, also with, with movies that are coming out these days, like you just, it's so hard to find something that's got a message that's not too heavy-handed i would say yeah you know like and, uh like oliver stone like yeah. mr mr donkey kong himself i think that this movie is is would be better well received if people watched it now and like i think more oh 100 percent. i think it's 100 uh, because back well then when they watched it they were like this is outrageous it really is <laughs> but now <laughs> now they'd be like got a terrific penis yeah. you know i mean this so critically this was uh a super well received movie. I it's got it was? like uh yeah, it's got um I think it's got hold on, where is it? Uh 85% uh certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh the um it got nominated for uh art direction, costume design and dramatic score mm-hmm. uh at the Oscars. Uh it did not win any of those. Let's see if the any of the other. And then well yeah, because fucking stuff. uh wasn't like gladiator winning all the shit this not year, 98 uh um, or titanic or whatever um no because titanic was 97 uh but uh what was the well, big, oh it was shakespeare in love was yeah because that won the 99 no that won the, 90, the 98 it did okay yeah, yeah. it was 98 okay uh-huh. well was, for that season was 2000 gladiator so the 99 year was 2000 yeah gladiator all right um so uh, the well, well, we'll talk about some things that were out. This movie came out in October, October twenty third, twenty through the twenty fifth. So this could have been a hol- this could have been one of a, one of the Halloween movies for us if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's super scary. Um, uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're a man, <laughs> it's very if frightening. If you're patriarchy. if you're a white man, this is the scariest movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. It had a estimated budget of sixty thousand. I mean, sixty. Okay. God damn it! Here every we go. Time, every time, Come sixty on, million dollars. So what? Um, what did it open to? It for uh, reference, one thousand six hundred thirty-six screens. Damn. Oh, I guess that was a lot back then. Huh? Yeah. Um, I will say that it opened to about. Fifteen point three million. Fifteen point three million. All right, you are uh, wrong. Come on, <laughs> you're wrong. It was eight million. It opened Damn, eight million. Even uh, worse. It did, it did open at number one uh, in the box with office. eight million. With eight million. Wow. Um, and uh, so uh, let's keep going there. So what okay. was its uh, full on? Domestic gross, uh, psh, man, thirty million. Not too bad. Forty 
It did. Oh, it actually 40. got up to forty. It got, huh? it got up to forty. Okay. okay. And then the gross worldwide. Oh, um, how much did it I'll make say overseas? Worldwide, it made eighty-six point three million. It made forty-nine million total. Wait, 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 wait. You uh, pounds? Oh, pounds. Pounds. So the transit. Wait, wait that that's not more? right. Yeah, 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 yeah no, 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 loonies, loonies. No, it made loonies. it made nine uh, about nine million dollars uh, worldwide. That makes sense. Yeah, actually. it's a it's an American. That makes like, sense. This is all very American stuff. The, yeah, the fifties television, all that kind of thing. So yeah. um, it did not do well overseas. It did not make its money back. So it was, uh, you know, basically a bomb. Gotcha. Um, but it did open at number one. Um, the movie that came out, or the movie at number two, was uh, number one the week prior. So it had been out for one week. It was in more theaters. Uh, it was in 2,650 theaters at the time. It stars. A thousand more theaters? Yeah. Uh, it was a much bigger. Well, New Line, New Line is a smaller, you know, one of the smaller oh, scale uh, sure. distributors and everything. Yeah. So Warner Brothers was the one that released oh. this next one. It is a, I guess you could say it's a spooky movie. It does involve witches. Oh, Hocus Pocus? No. Oh, oh, that was early 90s. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's uh, witches. It's, uh, um, well, this, this would give it away. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, this would give it away to most people, but it's got Sandra Bullock. And um, oh oh, I just watched this movie not long ago, actually, and uh, for the first time. Um, and, why am I? Yeah, I can't. Um, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, the witch, the season of the witch, or something. Nope. Seasons. Nope. Sisterhood of the traveling, traveling pants. pants? No. <laughs> You're not getting any closer to it. I I did I did really just watch this movie, and then the guy. Uh, so what it is that? Skeet Ulrich. What is the guy? Isn't it, um, no, it is, uh, what's his name? Henry, uh, the guy that they kill and bring back to, or accidentally bring back to life or whatever. Remember they accidentally poison him and, and then they bury yeah, him and then he comes back to life. Isn't it, uh, God damn, what's his name? What is his name? I can't right, fucking I gotta, remember. I pull it up. I anyway, what's the name of the movie? Practical Magic. Practical Magic. Practical That's right. Magic. Where they're witches in a modern time and no one's supposed yeah. to know they're witches. But they're and they bring back like the are. abusive husband or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. And it is, Stocker Channing is the other one. Diane Weist is also in it. Yeah, Diane Weist is in it. Um, Adrian Quinn is the guy you're oh. thinking of. Who's the guy, The cop that came in? Gorg, Goran Viznik. Oh, shit, yeah. Mark okay. Fierstein. Evan Rachel Wood, young Evan Rachel Wood in that movie. Yeah, yeah, plays the kid. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, definitely not Skeet Ulrich, who would have been way too young. Well, no, and in the 90s, no. He was in Scream that same year, where he was playing a high school. Yeah, and he was playing a high schooler, but he was like 27. Yeah, but, okay, anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> not Skeet Ulrich. Uh, doesn't even look like him. All right, the next one, uh, a DreamWorks animated film. That would that was piggybacking one of those piggybacking uh, animated films, starring Woody Allen. Woody Allen in the lead role. Woody Allen, yeah. Or was of the, this animated feature? Or was the lead character's name Woody? No. Okay. It starred Woody Allen. Okay. It was piggybacking off of a Pixar film. Uh, with a similar oh ants ants yes that's right I remember and the that. ant literally is just Woody Allen that's he has right glasses and everything yeah. that's right yeah uh, then we got a fourth in the series horror franchise 
where the the franchise switched from uh, horror to comedy. Scream four. Horror to comedy. Scream four. No. Scream oh, four. Scream, Scream four just or no came out in like 2014. Uh, a fourth. Yeah, the fourth one. They used to, they were called one thing, oh, and then this is the Halloween. one that started being changed. What they were called? Scary movie. Nope. They were called one thing. It was like this, like one, two, three, and then this one was the fourth one, and it was not called those things. Like you know, how like Friday the Thirteenth. Do I know Jason this X, movie? Do I know do, this franchise? We've covered this franchise on our podcast. In fact, it's our most listened to episode. The first uh, oh, of these movies. Oh, uh, Chucky. Yes, Bride of Bride Chucky, of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then um, Soldier with Kurt Russell um, and. A beloved, oh, actually, beloved is not number seven. <laughs> a movie called Beloved, I don't know that one. Uh-huh. Uh, but number six is a huge hit that they ended up making three of comedy buddy cops. Awesome powers. Buddy cops. Yeah, him and Elizabeth Hurley. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's, I'm looking for Rush Hour. Rush, Rush hour. hour. Hell yeah. And then to wrap it out, we got What Dreams May Come, which is a fantastic film. Oh, Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, Apt Pupil, which is. The only of the different seasons that we haven't. Dude, covered. there's a great Key and Peele sketch. Have you seen the one where they take the guy that did the Ghostbusters theme, but they had him recording a theme <laughs> for a, a bunch of different movies, and yeah. one of them was at Peele. He's like, <laughs> down in the basement, what's going on? It's a at pupil. <laughs> there's a kid in a nussy down there. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Anyway, shout out to Jordan Peele. Yeah, and then uh, and Key. Running out, writing out the the top ten is the uh, Saturday Night Live picture. Oh, a night at the night of the Roxbury. I the actually Rock was going to guess that motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so saving private. Oh, saving private Ryan was the big one from this year. Oh, yeah. I thought that was ninety nine. Nope, that won in or that was that, it. Didn't win. It didn't win the best picture because Shakespeare in Love won. The best picture that no year. No fucking way saving Ryan Pryant Ryan Pryant didn't. <laughs> no didn't, way that didn't win didn't best win. picture. It did not win. Get out of here. Shakespeare in Love? Who was, who was paying love. who? Weinstein. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's just nothing is sacred anymore. <laughs> You're right. And <laughs> Shakespeare in Love was uh, in 98. It was the same year. Nothing is so, sacred. So fucking... But hold on. Look up, look up fucking Saving Private Ryan. That didn't win in 99? That did not win. Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture. Over Saving Private Over Ryan. Over Saving Private Ryan, which is one of those things that are like the Oscars are fucking nuts. The Oscars are bullshit. It means nothing. You know, um, but what did uh, here? I'm going to look, look up the nominations here for it won five Oscars. It did not win Best Picture. That's it won Best Director. <laughs> I mean, it won Best Director, Best uh, Cinematographer. Best sound, best film editing, best effects, and lost best picture to Shakespeare that in Love. Makes no it sense. It lost best picture to Shakespeare yeah. in Love. The Academy is awesome. Uh, Hanks also lost. Uh, it it lost screenplay. God, what? Oh yeah, Hanks lost year? to Joseph Fine, right? Um, no, Roberto Benigni. For what? For a life is beautiful. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, that's the one where he like climbed on the back of the seats. When he won, it was, uh, yeah. Oh, that guy. But he was up against Ian McKellen for Gods and Monsters and Edward Norton for American History X oh, and wow. Nick Nolte for Affliction. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Well, that's um, cool. All who, right. Hold on. What won the best picture or best screenplay? Because it won everything else. 
and it didn't win Best Picture, which is crazy. And the best screenplay goes to going down Shakespeare in Love. Was it? Well, that or Pleasantville. Man, where, why do you have to go down? Okay. No, Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. Mm. Oh, that, that was adapted. Shakespeare in Love won Best Screenplay. You're oh, right. There you go. Yeah. See, wow. I know my movie. I know my history. That's uh, bullshit. I know my movies. <laughs> Man, okay. Truman Show got nominated for Best Screenplay. Yeah, sure. I wasn't expecting that. That's the one we could do, too. Truman Show? Yeah. Because I haven't really, not all the way through. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I rewatched it not too long ago. It's pretty good. Is it? All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up for today. Do you want to do a reboot recast? Um, oh, I forgot about reboot recast. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you, quickly. Yeah, quickly. I would say um, reboot. reboot. You know, yeah. if we're going, we got to go 90s rule to make it quick. Uh, so uh, obviously, Tom Holland, because we're going to just put Spider Man in there. Andrew Garfield, though, he's too old. He's too old. Right, Tom, Tom, Holland, Holland. Tom Holland, too old, but could, but could believably still, yeah, still do right. it. I mean, he's like 40, yeah. and he looks like he's six. <laughs> he, is, so. he is 187 yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so Tom Holland. Uh, well, then Zendaya. As his sister? Fuck yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> make, no. Make them really act. No. Make them act. Well, and like, I you know, hate to play this thing, but like, that wouldn't work going back to the 50s. That would be oh, a very no, different movie. Oh, no, stop, stop. We're woke. Very different movie. We're woke now. Yeah, but it's the 50s weren't. That's what the whole thing is about. No, no, no. Actually, you were, you're wrong. <laughs> the 50s weren't. No, actually, it, the 50s weren't like that at all. <laughs> anyway. All right. uh, in that case, I think we should call it. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. Uh, go to com and tell us all the things we have done wrong in yeah. the comments. Leave us a, a uh, voicemail on our website. I, I know I do know who though. Who? And you're gonna love this. Julia Garner, it is settled. <laughs> it right, is settled. Whatever. I'm not gonna argue with you for the <laughs> Thank sake you. of time. Thank you. And uh until next week we say Nom in space. Listening to the Movie Gap on the Cross the Streams Media Network.